Hey guys, I hope you're all doing well and having a great February so far. So for today's episode, we have a very, very special guest, Mrs. Janice Brockway, the owner of Slice, which is a local and absolutely amazing pizzeria. My family, friends, and I all love Slice. As you'll hear me say in the episode, we go there religiously. They have the most delicious food ever. So in today's episode, Janice takes us through her experiences in and learnings from the food and restaurant industry, one that is definitely unique and unexplored on my podcast. It's such an incredible topic, and I'm super excited for you all to hear what she has to say. So without further ado, let's get into it. All right. All right. Okay. So first, thank you so much for coming on. I mean, I've done a lot of different interviews, but not really with anyone in the industry, in your industry, like the food industry. And I'm super excited because... Also, my family, like, loves Slice. Like, we come there so often. We're huge fans. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I love that you love our food. We love food. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So whenever you're ready, I'm just going to ask the first question. All right. Go ahead. All right. So could you provide a little background as to how you got into the food industry and sort of the start and journey of Slice? You know, what motivated you to be in the retail industry? Did you previously have a background in it or was it like a familial or educational background or was it just like your idea or passion well when I was a young kid uh, about 10 years old my father uh he worked he's a mechanical engineer and he worked at you know a business and he decided to start to go into business for himself but what he did is he brought a machine into our garage Mm -hmm. so at night after work he would come home and then work till midnight or one o'clock on the machine to try and get himself started and get things moving. And then after a few years of that, he decided to open up his own business after he felt comfortable enough that he could provide for the family. So I grew up knowing, you know, what my dad had to do in order to get into business Mm -hmm. and what, you know, uh, work ethic he had. And so he, then opened his business, which is still going on today. My brothers actually took over. Is it like and a food-related business, or is it like? Separate? No, it's not. It is a. Um, it's a machinist. He's a machinist. Okay. But okay. what happened is, growing up after that, we always went to a pizza place near <laughs> our house that was so good, so good. So we always would go, and it would be a two-hour wait. And <laughs> we were like, "Oh my gosh, my brother." actually moved to the city and he couldn't find any pizza like that because we grew up outside in Bucks County. So he was like, you know what? I'm going to see if I can create something. And he just started messing around with dough recipes and, you know, different things and decided he had bought a building that had an existing pizza place in it. So he took that over. Well, I helped him start up his company which is slice. So I helped him in the beginning stages of, you know, working, working out all the kinks, hiring. I just was there to help him. So in doing that, I decided, Hey, I think I could do this myself. And we started looking at places that were existing pizza places over here. So that way we didn't have to pull ever all the money out of our own pocket Mm -hmm. in order to start it. Yeah. So we found where Slice was, was an existing pizza place that no longer was uh, working as, or or was open. So we decided to open that. And 
the rest is history. So we've been there. It'll be actually next month is 10 years. Oh, really? Yes. Oh my gosh, that's yes. so exciting. Because I remember, so we live in like one of the neighborhoods super close by. And I remember like when you guys came in. And I think we tried it like a couple years after you guys opened. But like uh-huh. we've been going back like religiously ever since. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I know we have a lot of customers who, you know, we retained and they're like, we come to you, your food is always good. It's always consistent, which is, is one thing, you know, you, yeah. you strive for is that, you know, you want the customers to return and you want everything to be as it was the last time they ate there. So yeah, it definitely is. And that's awesome that it's sort of like a passion project thing. Yes. Yes. I always knew I wanted to try to go into business. I didn't know where. And then as soon as my brother, you know, decided to open, I said, Oh, the food. I worked in a pizza place growing up too. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was like 20. So I knew a little bit of it, you know, the delivery, the this, the, but um, I'd love it. That's super I love cool. It. Yeah. Um, so what was, what does like a day in your life look like as the owner or like manager of Slice? So every day is different. <laughs> For instance, today I'm trying to find a driver. So I have two drivers because of the snow and the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, but on a normal day, I'm checking in on staff. I'm checking in to make sure that we have all the product. Um, I usually stop in, you know, make sure everyone's okay. Yeah. Everything's running smooth. I sometimes have to put in orders with vendors. I have to check those orders when they come in, just check my weekly bank statement. I check my profit and loss, all of my, um, you know, payroll, my, yeah. uh, all those things to make sure, hey, am I running efficiently as okay. everything where it should be? Um, so it's constantly a numbers crunch to make sure because if, you know, hey, it's a little slower this week, I might have to cut back on an employee. So, okay. Yeah. Do you have like some sort of background in business aside from, you know, like working in your family business or like the pizzeria and things like that? Well, I took accounting in college and then. I graduated, you know, with my four-year bachelor's degree Mm -hmm. um, in business slash accounting. And then I decided to go back for my master's, which was in business. Oh, that's awesome. So, and in growing up with my father, I would go in and do his payroll. And I started working in his office and just helping out through summers, you know, whenever I was off from college. Okay. um, Summers and winter breaks and would help him. And I enjoyed working in the office, but I also have, I also have worked other places where I did tax returns. So I still do that as well. (laughs) So I don't just work in place. (laughs) I also part-time do tax returns and work at accounting jobs. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. It's like, you know, working on a math problem at the end of the day, it's like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, everything worked out. And I got (laughs) it. I got the tax return to where it's supposed to be. So that's awesome. um, And it's cool to see how like multifaceted or like diverse just one degree could be. That's amazing. Yes. Yes. So I was going to go with accounting for my master's, but I said, let me just do a general business Mm -hmm. because I felt that it covered more like, Oh, what if I decide to go into management or what if I decide to yeah. go, you know, in a different area of business instead of being specialized in one. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. So I know COVID affected a lot of local businesses and particularly restaurants. How did it affect slice? Uh, well, the beginning was horrible mm-hmm. uh, for like the first couple weeks. Everyone was, I think everyone was scared 
everyone was on lockdown. Yeah. And of course, there was no more dining in. So, and a lot of my employees, besides my chefs in the kitchen, were scared. So mm-hmm. I had to go in physically and work every day. Oh, wow. And I decided, you know, of course, we had to change our method of thinking and our method of business because it was changing. Okay, there's no more dine-in. So now we still have delivery and we still have pickup, but you don't want anyone in the store because Mm -hmm. you're nervous that, you know, of yourself getting sick or passing along something to someone else, which we had all, you know, the codes, the masks wearing and everything like that. So we just, we, we changed to a curbside pickup. So I would actually have my son, Frankie, who works there as well, uh, come in and he would be the runner. So someone would pull up and everyone's like, how are you going to know it's my car? I'm like, there's no one in the parking lot. (laughs) Just pull up and call us as soon as you're there. Tell us what car you're in and we will run out. So he would run out and either pick up and we would also just take credit cards over the phone. There was no cash payments. Right. Just so that there was less contact. So he would, he'd call, they say, okay, you know, pick up for Michelle, he'd run it out and take it to their car and come back in. And then if someone actually wanted to physically get out of their car, they couldn't come into the store. We actually had like a table set up. They could walk in to like, we have like a little vestibule. Okay. Um, And then also we came up with the contact free delivery. So the same kind of uh, basis where the customer has to pay with their credit card we would drop the food off on their front porch and my driver would either text or call and say, your food is right there. Okay. So that there wasn't contact. That's, I think was the biggest thing in the beginning. Everyone was so nervous. And then I think everyone started going, okay, I'm sick of making food (laughs) at home and we need something different. And I want my other stuff that I used to get every week. So (laughs) it then became insane. Really? Like on a Friday night, we would have, after a few weeks, everyone, we would have an hour and a half wait for pickup. Oh my gosh. So it really picked back up. Yes, it did. It did. You know, after, like I said, after a while, everyone's like, okay, we need to get out of the house or we need to stop cooking our food. I'm over it. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it worked out. Has there been any like permanent changes because of that? Like, do you guys still do, you know, like taking credit card numbers through the phone or anything like that? Or are you mostly back to normal as you were before COVID? No, I still feel like our dining on weekends was always be very, we would be packed in the house. Mm-hmm. So on a Friday and Saturday, sometimes I'd have a wait of 20 minutes, 30 minutes to wait for a table. Now, no, my dining room is about half capacity. Oh, really? So it's been affected big time my dine-in service my delivery and pickup has not they both increased okay that's um so least, yeah. you know where i'm making the difference up with that but uh we still do contact free delivery there's still some people that you know curbside we still we still do that it's not as often though mm-hmm. people i think are feeling a little more like okay i think this is going to be the norm so yeah. they actually will come in and pick up now is there like a uh, certain number of people you can have in the store at once in the restaurant Oh, yeah. Now there is no limits as okay. far as like, you know, like we, we have the tables pretty far set apart, but I see it about 70 people. Okay. Yeah. So how has COVID affected like customer interactions? Are they, you know, more understanding if there's like a wait or if you guys are understaffed or is there any such change like that, I guess? 
Um, I feel like customers were so understanding in the beginning because it was like everything was new to everybody. Yeah. This is a new process. This is a new process for them as customers. Um, and I still feel like it's, they're good. You always have those few <laughs> that customers that aren't happy that, you know, wanted a certain way or, um, Hey, I've been waiting too long. And, uh, you just have to know how to handle and talk to them and move on, you know, mm -hmm. but yeah. for the most part, everyone is, everyone's pretty much understanding. That's great. Yeah, definitely. So when it comes to employees, are there any sort of like generational differences? You know, are the gen is like the new generation workers, are they more laid back or are they like, I'm sure they're more like technologically savvy. Is there any such difference and how does it sort of affect you guys? Oh my gosh, it's totally different. Really? <laughs> yeah, you got well, I say you guys, but my employees are, you know, 17 to 25, let's say. Actually, they're 35. Okay. And I definitely think you guys are more laid back. <laughs> you know, the phone is a constant thing. Get off the phone. Mm -hmm. They're constantly trying to check their Snapchat or whatever it may be. Um <laughs> I think also, you know, with your generation, they step away from talking on the phone. So they think text is the way to communicate with everything. Oh my gosh, yeah. Which like I, I'm getting used to, you know. Yeah, it's so it's much like, easier. Right, it is. Because you're, you're not having to talk to somebody. You feel like, oh my gosh. You get so like, like if someone point. calls out, they just text like, I can't be there. I'm like, uh, are they serious? That's all I get. <laughs> um, but I feel like, too, I worked you know, when I was younger, I was working to make money because I wanted my own money. Like I wanted to get a sneaker or, you know, a pair of jeans right. or this, you know, it was to buy things. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the, like, you know, it was like, oh my gosh, the almighty dollar, I need to make this money <laughs> so that I can, you know, have things. And I feel like the kids, um, nowadays don't feel the same way. You know what I mean? Like they're not all that I do have one employee that is, money driven so he's always like yeah i need to make money but i feel like it's different in that way um that everyone isn't as money driven i think it's more like oh i like working here which is like which is i think a good thing yeah because sometimes people were working and not really enjoying what they were doing because it was just to make money okay um, that's actually that's super interesting yeah i mean i like i work and i work with a lot of little kids and i really like my job but, you know, I feel like that's interesting what you're saying, because I can't also imagine if I if like we weren't getting paid, would we still also be doing it like as intently and as I mean, I feel like that's right. kind of like an added bonus at this point. Yes, yes. That's what I, I, I feel like. And, I, you know, I always say, like, as a parent, we try to give our kids what we didn't have or you're always trying to provide the best life that you can for them. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if as, you know, generations go on, if we all are doing better for ourselves and therefore our kids aren't in dire straits as we were when we were younger. So I feel like it's a little different swing of, you know, they're working because either, you know, we had to work or else we didn't have gas money or I didn't have this. Yeah. Where kids nowadays, hey, mom and dad gave me a car and, you know, I have a credit card. And so there's little differences. That's actually, no, that's super interesting what you said. I'm like thinking about, like, why do I work now? Like, what side am I on? Mm -hmm. 
That's yeah. Cool. Like my son's my son is working so he can get a car. Okay. <laughs> That's his motivation. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Um, lastly, what mm-hmm. advice would you give to new and young entrepreneurs, those who want to go into the food industry as well as those who maybe want to pursue other paths? Well, I always say follow your dreams. If it's something that you truly love to do, mm-hmm. you won't feel like you worked a day in your life. Like I feel like I go in there and I like being talking with customers. I like the you know back end of it where I can sit down and and look at my books and look at my pro- my uh, profit and loss statement, my balance sheets, all of the financials. So I never feel like, oh God, I'm working. I'm working again. I actually love it. And at the end, it takes time. It takes patience, some money and grit, but it's worth it in the end. That's awesome. I've had a lot of, like I said, I've had a lot of different types of guests on the podcast and that's definitely been a common theme amongst all of them. A lot of what they say is, you know, they love what they're doing and so they don't feel like they're working. But mm-hmm. that's amazing. Like it's so, you know, it's so like meaningful to hear and it holds so much value just to make sure that whatever I or anyone else pursues in the future, we really enjoy it and are doing it because we like it and aren't motivated by maybe other different reasons. Right. I mean, hey, at the end of the day, we all want to make money. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, have some in our pocket and have some to spend. But if you truly enjoy what you're doing, it makes your life that much better. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's actually, I mean, that's everything I had. Would you like to add anything else? No, um, thank you so much for having me. Of course. Thank you. And I enjoyed speaking with you. (laughs) Likewise. That was awesome. And I'm I, sure I'll see you soon in the sh- in the store. Definitely. I haven't been there in a while. Like, I feel like this is the longest I've gone without it. So I've definitely got to stop by soon. Oh, perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. It was awesome speaking with you. And it was amazing to learn about one of our favorite places. Oh, thank you. Have a great day, hon. Bye. You too. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right, that's all for today. Again, thank you so much, Janice, for coming on to the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation as much as I did. This industry is definitely one that I'm unexposed to, and so getting firsthand insight was so valuable. It was also amazing to see how diverse careers can be and how ubiquitous certain learnings and themes are, mainly loving what you do. Our conversation definitely inspired me to explore, try new things, and find what I love. That's all for today's episode. Tune in soon for a new episode of Untold and Unknown. And remember, passion is energy. Feel the power that comes from focusing on what excites you.